नमस्ते दर्शकों आपका स्वागत है इस कार्यक्रम पे जिसका नाम है अलाइव मैं हूँ आपका होस्ट जयंत वर्मा हम यहाँ पे बात करेंगे हर चीज़ के बारे में और आपके मानसिक स्वास्थ्य को बढ़ाएंगे fresh out of two relationships uh fresh meaning i haven't dated anybody in a year which is sad if you look at it but also i think it's very um refreshing so to say because i found out so much new about myself and i'm here with jayant who's a good friend of mine and we are now going to talk about talk more about relationships okay so you say you have been in two relationships yes and like how long so both of them lasted for 6 months each Six months each, yeah. and this was like how old were you when you were in? Um, in my first relationship, I was eighteen years old, seventeen turning eighteen. Uh, I turned eighteen in that relationship, and in okay. my second relationship, I was nineteen years old. You were nineteen years old. Yeah. Okay. So when you went from your first relationship, where you were relatively younger, to your second one, do you think the gap between the two relationships, where you were single? and moving towards a sense of maturity that gap sort of helped you be better in your second relationship i would want to believe that but my second relationship was astronomically worse than my first uh, owing to my partner for the most part but also i think um, there are two kinds of things that you can learn while you're single which is to be a better person yourself and to you know uh, look back on your relationships or be affected by it and then try to undo that trauma and be a better partner which at that age are two very different things So it's it's interesting that you said that uh, when you're single, you should aim towards being a better person. Right. So it's like inherently we have assumed that when you get into a relationship, you stop working on your own self. Which is sort of true. But ideally, that should not be the case, right? Because when yeah. you so that is the reason uh, a lot of couples break up. Because when you get into a relationship, you're just uh, you know coming from that phase where you were single and you were working on your own self right but as the relationship progresses mm-hmm. you sort of stop working on your own self and as we were discussing that's how you lose the masculine center and like that is when you uh, sort of start losing your own self right and then you and your partner you kind of become a combined entity yeah and you start to prioritize their needs their needs over yours because you feel like that this i am in this person's life so i should be a value addition to their life and um i think a lot of people i personally have this uh, you know believe that if i'm with somebody then i don't want to be a quote unquote burden on the relationship i don't want to be too needy i don't want to be too you know uh, demanding and i just want to be the perfect partner for uh, yeah. whoever i'm with but i fail to realize that in a relationship it's two humans and both of us you know because we're still at a very young age we ha- we all have our own problems and the reason we're together is because we think we're compatible enough to help each other grow 
Yeah. And in a relationship, even though we want that to happen, that both of us grow together as people, what we try to do is we try to invest so much of our energy into uh, being somebody ideal for them yeah. to fulfill their wants or needs, and so that we forget, you know, what we're supposed to do for ourselves. Yeah. And then we don't we don't realize how we see that changing, which is why when relationships end, which they're bound to. We feel so lost, and we feel like we're we're having to start all over again. We feel like a new person. Like, what do we do now? Yeah. But that shouldn't be the case. You should learn to be self-sufficient in relationships that most of us tend to forget. So uh, you mentioned about uh, relationships ending, and so that brings me to this one thing that uh, the way the society views the success of a relationship hmm. is by its longevity. Yeah. So yeah. it's like if a relationship does not go on forever. You see that as a failure, right? Rather than that relationship, like uh, you don't learn from the yeah. what you yeah. So it's like uh, so. What I'm learning uh, mm -hmm. recently is that uh, if you were in a relationship hmm. for let's say six months or eight months, right? Then uh, in that particular time, in that particular phase of your life, that relationship played a crucial part. Exactly. But now that you are maybe moving towards different things, or mm -hmm. you know, as you're growing, you realize that this relationship now is not, uh, you know, right solving, you. Uh, you know, anything in your life, or it's All not right. providing for you. Yeah. So that's when you come out of the relationship. Mm -hmm. But when we come out of a relationship, we sort of see the entire past six or eight month journey as a failure. Yeah, we kind of dishonor the entire dishonor the entire relationship. relationship. Yeah, right. and like we tend to forget like the aspects the relationship has added in our lives. Yeah, the values and also the things that we've learned from our partner. We yeah. tend to overlook that. We only focus on what went wrong. Yeah, and we tend to magnify it to an extent that you can't look back and say, "Ki oh yeah, I was with this person and we're not together now." But I'm glad for the time that we spent together. It's very rare. to reach that point in relationships yeah i i think like that's what maturity is all about yeah i think i think you want that as you grow like now if i picture myself being with somebody uh i think i have also you know learned that when i picture myself being with somebody i also picture myself without them yeah because now i i know that it's obviously not going to last forever i may want it to but it's not going to last forever and um, i i think it was fault in our stars it's a very cheesy code that uh, something i'm i'm forever was in the numbered days or something infinity, along those infinity the infinity bullshit in no, that no no that was a different thing uh something about like how they had a very limited amount I, of time together i am grateful together. for the yeah it's yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, infinity yeah. one something about the yeah. numbered days you've given me an infinity in this numbered, numbered days, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so uh i read that when i was really young but now that i think about it i think that's the kind of relationships that i would want in my future where even if i'm with somebody for a very short time even if i'm with them for like 2 months even if it's not serious i want to look back at it and i want to be like yeah we spent 2 months together and they were lovely 2 months but, but uh, <laughs> that just it's not happening you know <laughs> it's funny that you quote uh, fault in our stars cuz that is a literal example of till dead do us part oh god i do not like that book or that author but just that that one quote it kind of stuck by me <laughs> i think that's a nice quote but yeah. like you have to realize they don't uh, break up voluntarily yeah exactly and it's like uh, they were still in the honeymoon phase yeah, uh, and, and the guy so dies <laughs> yeah it's not like they they were together for 3 or 4 yeah, years and just, then they start having problems they just and romanticize the illness and speaking of romanticizing we tend to romanticize so much in regular relationships in which people don't die yeah so yeah. like you know look for all uh, for all you know hazel was probably just waiting for him to die 
Well, we could do a dark side of. Uh, that's a conversation for another yeah, day. The fault in our black holes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So moving on. Uh, romanticizing, we brought that up, so we could talk about that. It's just um, the idea that your partner, once you start dating them, they're the perfect person. Yeah. And you project so much onto them. And it's just, so, what do you feel about uh, that? Talking about this romanticizing and as you mentioned, perfect. So this is a very recent incident. Uh, yesterday, like while I was working out, and so what happened when I was in a relationship, my most recent one, so you know how every couple has a song that they call yeah, their yeah, song. Yeah, a song, a place, like a movie. Yeah, yeah. Every time that song plays, you have to just do What's something. The song? So my song was uh, "Perfect" by Ed Sheeran. Okay. 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 So yesterday, while I was working out mm-hmm. uh, in the gym, there was like uh, some issue with the power. Right. So we were facing a lot of power cuts. Right. Right. And the speaker in the gym, it was playing songs from a pen drive. Okay. And now it happens to be that the first song on that pen drive was perfect. It's perfect oh by Ed Sheeran. Oh my god. <laughs> and every time the light went out, right. the sto- the song would start from the beginning. Oh damn. And this the first time it it, it uh, the song played, I stopped working out and I was just, you know, having a recollection mm-hmm. of all those memories. Yeah. The light went out, mm-hmm. the song started playing again. Oh my god. And this that's happened so bad. 10 times. I, I in, a, in a way I feel it was God testing me. Yeah, like, you like, know. How much can you handle? How much can I'm like like fuck it, bring it on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't it give you more motivation to work out in the gym, like the aggression? Like I don't want to listen no, to this song. I no one can work out to Ed Sheeran's song. That is also true. You can't do anything to his no, songs. No, <laughs> I th- I feel like my entire uh, teenage phase is ruined by yeah. uh, Ed Sheeran because the moment he comes on the radio singing Seventeen, <laughs> it's like no. Yeah, and just not just Ed Sheeran. So much of Western media and music in general. Not not just Western. I would say Bollywood has. Uh, oh my God, Bollywood for of course. Like I remember before I started dating. Like I was so young when Jaane Tu Ya Jaane Na came out, and that movie changed my life forever. I thought I thought ki you know I'd um, I'd find a best friend and uh, we'd end up falling in love with each other because we'd be made for each other and everything's gonna be perfect. Ye wo. And I just realized eventually as I grew up that it hampered so many of my friendships because I started to picture them as a prospective romantic involvement. And then it just, now that I think of it, it was like, Ashna, you were so stupid back then. Yeah, so I think this ideology of falling in love with your best, best friends. Friend, yeah. uh, where was this? Uh, Shah Rukh Khan and that movie, Kajol. Yeah, oh, this one. Of course. Um, are yeah. The friendship band one. Ha ha. We yeah. obviously everybody knows that. Uh, Rahul is a cheater. Yeah. Oh. Anjali. What's that movie? I I don't know what's that movie. <laughs> we forgot that movie. We will tell we, you when we, we, we remember. Please guys, please comment and let <laughs> us know what is that because movie. Because we're idiots who forgot that movie. <laughs> no, but um, we're, we're trying to forget this entire concept of uh, falling in love with your best friend. Yeah. Like that is that is why we forgot the movie. <laughs> it was on it's, purpose. We're, we're doing it on purpose. Yeah. We're we're unlearning. We're brainwashing. Ourselves, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that movie has done so much damage. Like kuch kuch hota hai. Kuch kuch. You did. You just. No, I didn't Google. I just picked up my phone to Google, to Google and then I was Google. like, oh, yaad aa gayi. Kuch kuch hota hai. Kuch kuch hota hai. Yeah. Guys, please, if you can unwatch that movie. Everybody please. unwatch all movies from the 90s. I think we should like now as we are like progressing in 2020. Yeah. We should redo all the movies from 90s. Yeah, and we should make and, like. And like reverse the uh, like yeah. just go against love. Ha huh, like unka they they never become friends again. Or, or uh, <laughs> you can just make like you know uh, 
second part of all the movies right and just show how they fell in love how they got into a relationship and then what happens after that and not no just, one is showing that yeah that's also true and you know not just falling in love with your best friend there was this whole wave that came up in bollywood i would say i'm, I'm not so sure about hollywood i don't watch too many english movies but um so this whole wave came up about love triangles and okay. like you know i think uh, these go back to like movies from my parents generation <laughs> and love triangles they were so trouble in paradise I that that's a classic on uh, uh, love triangle bollywood ke andar if you talk about it silsila if you watched it yeah. silsila is the iconic love triangle rekha mitab and uh, jaya bachchan okay. and uh, it is also <laughs> so impactful because unka real life maybe that, they were having a life, yeah. yeah and it was it was one of yashraj's biggest hits anyway okay. so like the whole love triangle trope came and then the you know pitting women against other women and guys against other guys <laughs> and yeah and making relationships a competition i think it started to reflect in our own yeah, lives that it yeah. stemmed so many insecurities yeah. oh is this a friend of yours why are you talking so much and yeah. like now i i want to give myself the moral high ground of being above all of that and i'm cool with it and i'm fine but i know for a fact that if and when i do start dating somebody I am going to be insecure as hell because you know all of this will start coming up yeah, from true, the inside, true. and I entirely br- blame all the media that we consume for it—be it songs, be it movies, or you know even books, young adult yeah. fiction. All of that's been so you know they've given us such a fake idea of what real relationships are that we try to make them like that and it never works out. Yeah, I feel movies are still okay, but when you uh, take songs. then like 70 or 80 percent songs are based on love yeah recently all like, the good ones are love yeah songs. like uh, recently if you see there's a hip-hop wave coming mm-hmm. and you have good songs which are about uh, addressing the issues in the society right but before this i think uh, all the songs from my parents times hmm. or all the songs uh, you know they sing along they are all uh, love based songs like yeah. for example i know if i grow up i'll be like singing along to see them out when i'm driving my kids to school if you can sing along to see them out that's really cool <laughs> i can okay good for you yeah, i remember all the lyrics man. that's great <laughs> so uh, you talked about insecurity yeah. let's come to that that is interesting were you insecure in either of your relationships both of them both for, of them. for okay. different reasons in both okay so in my first relationship <laughs> My first relationship was uh you know starting to date my best friend and it wasn't exactly a relationship relationship okay. it was that kind where we didn't have a label but you know we were together and then it was so confusing and that created problems so all the time i was insecure about whether this is something real or not because we weren't zeroing down on a label okay okay we're in a committed relationship now everything was unsaid so that was my biggest insecurity uh, yeah so i feel about that uh we tend to give labels to relationships just so that we can prove our love on instagram do do you feel that like cuz yeah, that is a performance it truly is that is I that agree. is the case with me like i want as much social validation for my relationship like same, as i can same and it's like it's not love if if it's not on an yeah. instagram and you know we try to I think involuntarily try to make our relationships or even lives you know instagramable so to say yeah. and so we just push under the rug every problem that we have instead of addressing it because say koi argument we're having and we're like okay we need to sit and solve this out but it's going to put like a one week two week lag in this relationship and ek do hafte what am i going to do how will this how will the perfect relationship that i've created in my head and on my profile how will i live up to that yeah, yeah. so you push it under the rug like no let's not address it and then it keeps piling up 
and then it explodes in the end and then what answer do you give to your followers <laughs> yeah. i think i think that is how instagram came up with the option to archive your posts oh my god there must yes. have been some instagram like employee who would have gone through a breakup and be like yaar delete nahi karna but what else can we do agar <laughs> like what if you get back what if you get back what if your friends ask what happened that's yeah, true like, that's true I think we're getting way deep into Instagram. Media just ruined our lives. Like it's you know remember in school we used to have those debates social media boon or bane. Ha. <laughs> But I think that was I when I was having that debate in school I did not realize uh I would like you know future in the future I would be going through this. But yeah. I would be experiencing it firsthand. Yeah exactly and we used to talk about such like um you know just irrelevant stuff tab. It Now it's just it's so nuanced and it's yeah. so deep into our own lives. Like, the other I day I was thinking about something. I saw a meme about it. It was so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, like, uh, if like I, in my school days, if I was to have a debate on it, yeah, I would do it from like a third person perspective. Like right. I would read about it on the internet. Yeah, I would read someone else's opinions, yeah. then form my own opinion. Because you hadn't experienced yeah. it till then, But right? But now, if I have to, I think I can go in that topic way deeper. Now, the only thing I talk about when I'm. Uh, inebriated or like high or something is ki yaar we're ruining our lives dude i'll tell you okay have you watched black mirror dude to you sit down <laughs> that's all i talk about uh coming on to relationships yeah uh, where were we so we were talking about insecurity right yeah so i think uh, in my relationships i have been a lot insecure and uh so i think the thing about insecurity is it comes from this feeling that you're not uh, sufficient right and that you know you have a feeling that the other person deserves better mm-hmm. and the other person might leave you for some better option i totally relate and to that then like the insecurity that you have with yourself is somehow projected on, on the other the person re- yeah and right. It's like sometimes I feel I was a bit unfair mm-hmm. in my relationships to the other person, and like that's totally my fault. Right. But like, there's no but. Like, yeah, yeah we we're both horrible people, Ashish. <laughs> we cannot justify that. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, like, so like uh, now that I am like you know starting to work on my own self, mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to develop this healthy sense of uh, sense of being in a relationship. That's great. That is like you know just uh, first figure out your own life mm-hmm. and be self-sufficient. Then, if a person makes you happy, bring her or him mm-hmm. in your life. Yeah. And from there, you can start working on you know growing together and that aspect. I th- I completely agree with that, which is why like, so with the advent of the hookup culture. Okay. Uh, I I don't know what you're talking about, Ashna. No, I know very well what I'm, I'm talking about. I'm, I'm still a '90s kid. Oh, that's good. My, my parents are out looking for a girl for me. An old school romantic. <laughs> no, I was introduced to the hookup culture. Like, I was very. I had my questions about it. Like, how does this work? Like, what are we supposed to do? But then eventually, like, I made my own terms and conditions. I figured it out. Now I'm healthily living that life, <laughs> and it's going pretty well. But then you know, it fulfills you physically. It you know when you're having an emotional void, you can fill that up with sex. That happens. Okay. And uh, then you realize, like I have seen so many people, and myself also think, "Ki what's the use of a partner? I can be entirely self-sufficient, and when I need to, you know, 
when i have needs quote unquote needs yeah. i can just like you know log on to log into tinder or hinge is a new app that's come up okay. and i can find someone compatible and i can see how that plays out okay. but i just think that has you know affected like it's a it's a cool thing like i'm not against it in any way but i think when it comes to like actual date like not just dating but actual committed relationship that has ruined a lot of aspects in the way that you know how easily accessible it is for both of you yeah. to just find a rebound or to okay. find somebody else and that you know triggers even more insecurities like you were saying like what if they find someone better so now you don't even need for your partner to have a connection with someone they can okay. just like if they want to find anyone other than you they can just go out and do that hmm. and so it all comes down to the trust that you build in that relationship yeah. which again is so hard yeah. to do so uh interesting thing you mentioned about tinder yeah so we were just having this conversation about tinder that how their entire marketing strategy or how they make money mm-hmm. is based on making sure that you don't meet the right person yeah exactly if you meet the right person then you are in tinder, tinder then yeah. you might go for a relationship or if you're dumb enough you might marry that person <laughs> it's a new thing that's come up i don't know if you've heard of it that uh, how do you know when you found the one yeah. so it's when you delete all dating apps <laughs> that that's your cue <laughs> but yeah like the moment you find the right person you delete tinder yeah. and tinder loses its business exactly so like the only way tinder could survive in our society or any dating app for that matter is by making sure that you don't meet the person you're most compatible with or maybe dating apps aren't meant for aren't, relationships uh, maybe maybe yeah yeah maybe their entire model maybe. is on you know just making people used to the temporary uh, yeah. connection that they form yeah. with people and I good for people who found love on tinder that's why that's why i, I support shadi.com <laughs> my brother please. made a profile for me on shadi.com for you that, yeah like he was he was visiting my place and he's my age only so we were just chilling and then uh, my mother keeps making jokes about how she'll have to get me arranged marriage because okay. i'm not doing anything in life <laughs> which is untrue okay and so i was like mamma please and then he was sitting there and he's like chalo maasi mein iski shadi.com profile bana deta hu and my mother my younger sister and my brother the three of them sat down and they made my legitimate profile oh shit i don't know if you can search it or not Okay. I haven't tried because it's so okay. scarring. Okay. But I mean, I'm I'm already on the market, guys and girls. I think I think we should plug shadi.com. If you're listening, please sponsor shadi.com, us. Shadi.com, please sponsor the sponsor podcast. Us. We'd love yeah. that. Yeah. Tinder is bad, guys. Shadi.com <laughs> is the shit. Uh, also, Tinder. If you are also listening, uh, you could sponsor yeah. us and we we'll change we'll, our opinion we'll, we'll about you. We'll delete this episode. <laughs> shadi.com, fuck you. Pay us. <laughs> so with that, we come to an end of this episode. But. Don't worry me and Ashna are not done ranting about relationships and this episode was getting kind of long so I decided to split it in two halves so this was the part 1 that you just checked out and after this there would be a part 2 where we come back and have an interesting conversation about relationships and we're sure you'll get to learn a lot of different things and maybe develop a new perspective And before I sign out I would like to give you a book suggestion so Shaheen Bhatt who is Alia Bhatt's sister and Mahesh Bhatt's daughter just came out with a book named I've never been unhappier and in this book she talks about her journey with depression how she was dealing with depression from a very young age and how she you know finally has managed to overcome depression It's a very heartfelt book and especially during winters you should just grab 
a cup of hot chocolate and read this book so okay with that i will sign out and i will check i will meet you guys in the next episode why will i check you out okay and that's the wrap of this episode peace out <laughs>